right. Very cool. Welcome, everybody, to a, another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. As always, I'm your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. And with me, pretty much as always, unless I'm the one booted off the show, is our marketing director, Jen Weybor. Hi, Jen. Hi, Adam. Haven't seen you in days. Right? Yeah. Like uh, traveled with you last hours. week. Yeah, you'll note that I left you alone on Saturday. I know. Yeah. All right. So the we've got a really pretty cool. <laughs> Well, I said they kept breaking into it, and we'll talk about that. Sorry, but hockey. let's we'll, we'll hockey talk here on the air. Um, but let's get to our guest. And those of you that know our guest know that he's been on the show a few times, and know that uh, well, if you really know him well, you might think we're getting desperate for guests. But I assure you, that's not the case. <laughs> so, welcome back to the show, Jason Frazier. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Hey, um. I'm uh, just having fun here at uh, Legoland, Florida. And yeah, really you got to tell us about where you're <laughs> sitting here, man. Yeah. I, I know a lot of our uh, audience, a lot of our audience that consumes this content is on the podcast, but there are a handful that catch us on the video cast. And yeah, you've got some background going there. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I'm at the the Pirate Land Hotel at Legoland, and it's uh, we we you know I. Um, my wife is an author, so she had a book signing in Tampa. So we decided to make a little bit of a mini vacay out of it and uh, do some work on the side. And I know since you guys uh, have like a, a guest list uh, running in like a eight month uh, increments, uh, you know, I, far be it for me to not be on the podcast, even on vacation. So uh, I uh, got the got the family down by the pool. And so now I have our nice tropical retreat in the background and I got our little uh, Lego uh parrot in the back there so. yeah and i see you've got a treasure map behind you too well, yeah exactly that's, we'll have to go digging for that later <laughs> um although i think where are you at jen you're at about 16 months of guests book i am show? booking september of next year wow september uh, of 23 so 15 yeah all yeah. right so put that on your calendar there now treasure we'll uh put you, we'll <laughs> see put you back in for another episode yeah. in the fall of 23 all right, so uh, some big things since um, you've been on the uh, podcast. Uh, some of it we've been able to participate in. Some of it has been Jason being Jason. Um, we saw you earlier this year in Atlanta for the EPM conference. Yep. That was a kick in the pants, by the way. You guys did a great job putting that event together. Um, obviously, by the time it all happened, your surprise guest speaker wasn't really so much of a surprise, but... God, how many conferences do you get to go to where Gary V is on stage dropping F-bombs? You know, it's, <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Um, we actually learned a lot from, well, we learn a lot from Gary every time we see him, mm -hmm. interact with him, talk to him. But um, you guys did a kick-ass job putting that event together. Um, other than, you know, 25 degree weather in Atlanta. What the actual, I know. you know, those, boy, the oh, locals yeah. there were freaking out. Um, yeah. That was pretty strange stuff. And shortly thereafter, you made a change. You've changed companies. And I've taken on a new task to help another company with their marketing efforts. Yeah. Well, tell us. Yeah. That. So, yeah. I mean, you know, right after EPMX, it's, uh, you know, it was something that was, you know, um, that I'd been thinking about just, and it wasn't like an EPM thing. It was just, you know, for us, it's always about balance. Right. And so for me, um, you know, one thing is uh, EPMX was just a, a great opportunity. 
Um, you know, Eddie really gave me a lot of uh, auto autonomy to put together something. He wanted to go next level, as Eddie always does. And he wanted to do something that was going to make an impact positively and, and really, you know, try to change the game on, on how events are done uh, like that. And so uh, uh, myself and, and couldn't have done it without uh, uh, Salim Sabri, uh, who, uh, you know, was my marketing director at the time. And then my whole marketing team as well uh, came together and put together a great show. And obviously you need the guests, you need the leadership to allow us to do what we do. And it, it was a great event. But, um, uh, you know, prior to joining EPM, um, I, I talked with a good friend of mine. His name is Shane Kidwell. He's one of the founders of Next Level Loan Officers uh, Coaching Community. And, um, you know, we talked about working together. And so as EPMX was rolling around, the opportunity, uh, you know, popped up for me to join him uh at Vic Finn and so you know I thought about it and then as things progressed and EPMX was over it just seemed like the right time to make that move to um to kind of go back to to really what I enjoy doing and that's really being in depth with uh you know loan officers coaching working on strategy working on marketing and working on working on growth so uh, uh I actually joined um uh Vic Finn Victorian Finance uh, based out of Pittsburgh as their EVP of marketing. Uh, but as of recently, I've took on some more uh, responsibility in the, in the organization. So I'm now the EVP of uh, strategy and growth. Uh, so encompasses uh, technology reports to me as well as, as marketing, and then uh, have more of a strategic and growth uh, oriented role uh, for the organization as a whole. And it's, uh, it's been a great move. I really love uh, uh, our leadership there. Uh, Sonny is, is an amazing CEO. And then the cool thing is there a lot of the loan officers there were already uh, members of Next Level. So it, you know, it, I just never had a, an opportunity to work with so many loan officers that think uh, the way I do about sales and marketing. And, it, and same with Shane being completely aligned uh, for the for the guy that runs uh, sales for the organization. It's just, uh, it's been a great move. That's fantastic. You know, I'm uh, reminiscing a bit about that trip to Atlanta. And one of the great highlights, I think, for us is that we came across this. Uh, well, you guys threw a badass party at the World of Coke or World of Coca-Cola, yep. basically the Coca-Cola Museum, um, yep. which was really cool. And Jen and I, and we were there with one of our other coaches, David, who surprisingly hasn't even chimed in yet. We know you're watching. <laughs> um, and we met this kid and literally kid like 19 years old. Jen, what was his name? Andrew, Maybe. Jason will probably know who we're talking about. Yeah, Jason Mr. Knows Garcia, Andrew okay. Garcia. Okay, yep. all right. And at 19 years old, this kid had such a grip on what goes on in mortgages, in the sales and marketing of mortgages. Had really established himself a solid footprint in order to become a relatively prolific loan originator because he had worked with you. He had gone through underwriter training, knew the guidelines backward and forward, that kind of thing, had figured out how to um, almost shelter himself from the bullshit that would come along with, well, I'm not giving my loan to a fucking 19 year old, right? Come on. Yep. That's not going to happen. Um, all of these things. Uh, we took him to dinner that night after the world of Coke event and have stayed in touch casually since, but um, it was, how do I put this? It was clear that his education, his knowledge base, his skill set was a direct result of spending time with you. So yeah, for those of you that are doing Next Level, for those of you that are at, uh, it's Victorian? Yep, Victorian Finance, yep. Victorian Finance, take advantage the park yourself on the 
uh, on the couch outside of Jason's office and just listen, whatever the case may be, because this guy is spreading knowledge wealth to everybody. I don't care if you're 19 or 99. Well, if you're 99, please retire, figure out how to <laughs> figure, let's start working on your exit strategy. Now no. would be a good time. But um, literally the, the kinds of things that we're seeing that are a direct result of the people who are just kind of shadowing you and following you and figuring out how this crazy business operates, how to be successful in origination, in sales, in marketing, in lead gen is awesome it's fantastic we we really uh we really dug that kid we did yeah he was great. yeah andrew's a great kid and and his story is so amazing he wrote me a blind email based off of an article that i wrote and i don't know if he told you the story or not he but did. Uh, for, even for, he volunteered to come work for free yeah he volunteered to come work for free for me um and he said that he would prove his worth and it really hit me hard because that's how i got started uh, really, because no one was giving me a shot when I was first starting out in business. And so I, I basically lied on my resume to get my first corporate job, uh, even because I knew I could do the work, right, and excel at it and be the best. And and Andrew has that same tenacity. Uh, so I saw in him what I saw, uh, you know, I saw what I was uh, back at his age. And, and actually, what's crazy is, um, you know, he's such a great kid and his story and what he's had to deal with with his family and, and the support he's taking on and, and really and everything else. But but he actually was, and he told me later because he didn't feel right keeping it from me, but he was actually still finishing high school and working with me full time. Uh, and he, uh, he's like, look, before you give me more responsibilities, I, I need to let you know, I just finished. And I, and I didn't, I didn't say anything because I didn't think you'd hire me. And I said, you know, probably would have been in a conversation. I wouldn't have had an issue with it. I probably would have been like, you know, cause the role I was hiring for him, I, you know, he could have done that either way, but I, but I saw there was no drop off. I mean, this kid was, uh, t you know, emailing me in, in midday, at night, uh, on the weekend, staying up all night doing work. I mean, this kid, uh, he's going to be uh, an amazing professional. Uh, you know, he's already started out great, but you know, I, you know, I, I appreciate all the um, accolades that he gives me, learning from me. But it's really about giving him a shot. And really, at the end of the day, the work is on him, right? Like I could, I could show the way. I could, you know, get, you know, help with the journeys in the past. But at the end of the day, it's the work ethic and and and, and knowledge and and soaking in. He he listened to all the next level loan officer podcasts because I told him to. I was in Arte, uh, the Arte Syndicate coaching, so I let him listen to some of the coaching that I went through with uh, Andrew Fasella and um, Ed Milet. He soaked all of that in, and lo and behold, you know we were in group settings with other loan officers that had been loan officers for two or three years, and they were talking. And he's like, "Well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that?" And it was just basically stuff that he had heard and and took it upon himself to learn. And it just goes to show you about, I won't say how easy, but if you really decide to be a master of your craft, like this business really isn't that hard if you want to decide to put in the time up front. It's a lot of time to go me along and it's, it's, a, it's a lot of work. So don't, 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 you know, take what I'm saying wrong. But um, if, you, if you take the time to put yourself into it and really immerse yourself, it doesn't take long for you to really know what you're talking about and to really be that expert. And, uh, you know, I've just seen, I've seen other loan officers that have been in 12 months and these guys are like, you know, five, six year pros. And it's, uh, uh, you know, it's just amazing to see. And Andrew, uh, we still keep in touch. I've been, you know, helping him with, you know, questions. He's part of next level now. So he's getting that education as well. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it, Andrew has definitely been one of my bright spots over the last few years, just seeing that. Cause I'm just very proud of the work that he puts in and, and seeing him actually, uh, you know, uh, achieve the results that he wants it's it's about putting the work in 
It's, yeah. it's about learning. It's about being constant and consistent. I remember, God, this was years ago now, and I'm not going to say how many because I'm feeling really old today. But I spoke years ago at Mortgage Revolution and agreed to have dinner with some of the attendees the night before. And one of them asked me, what's the one thing you would do, you would tell somebody to do to get where you're at? And I said, work hard for 20 years. There's, there's no magic potion. There's no unicorns. There's no uh, secret sauce. And sorry, Steve, if you're watching, because we do uh, teach some programs that are called secret sauce. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. it's really just a matter. And that kid, boy, he does not shy away from hard work. Nope. It, it makes him all. pretty unique for his age group. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. That was really cool stuff. And Jen, you've had interactions with him since then, since we had dinner that night. Yeah, just checking in because, I mean, we can be a little overwhelming as a group, but he handled it so well. Um, we had a great time at dinner that night. He asked great questions, but was still personable, too. It wasn't all, you know, it can't all be business. Um, but, yeah, I've checked in with him a couple times. It's been a while, um, but you just reminded me I'll have to check in and see how he's doing. Cool. All right, so Jason, what's next? I mean, you've done some really big stuff in the time that we've known you, some really big stuff in the couple of few years over your history of being a guest on our podcast. We've already blown through half of 22, but tell me about some exciting things that are going to happen for you later this year, next year. What's the path for uh, Vic Finn? Hit, hit us with your best shot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll spare you guys from breaking in the song, but um, I, uh, oh, yeah. I would, you know, sorry, here we go with the pop culture shit again. Yeah, here we, I know. Here we go. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, <laughs> let's ride. Yeah, let's ride. Um, yeah. So uh, coming up soon uh, on June 16th, we have our uh, LO Lifeline uh, virtual event for next level. And that's, uh, uh, that's coming up uh, pretty soon here. So we're excited about doing that. It's our first time. We've ever done that. Uh, I've taken on a bigger role and responsibility within Next Level uh, to help grow and to help coach. So I'm doing that more and more now. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, you know, shout out to uh, KT, Sean, Kellen, and, and Shane for giving me that opportunity uh, to be a more active member of, uh, of Next Level and, and, uh, and, and giving me the, the reins to, to help them grow. So, and we've been growing uh, crazy ever since and uh, excited to keep doing that. We got uh, the Vision Summit coming at the end of uh, – uh, June in Tampa. So I'll be speaking at that. I'll be doing a, a, a moderating a panel of, of some people we know um, for top producers. And, uh, and so I'm excited to do that. Big fan. It's all about growth, right? We're uh, doing some cool things, putting in a new, uh, you know, for me, it, it's really coming back to understanding growth and how that's going to happen in this market and what we need to be focused on. So it's about being hyper-focused on the right things, getting all the bullshit out uh, and, and, and really just, you know, knowing that, hey, if we are able to grow and maintain the way we have been and then put a little bit more into it, coming out of this, we are going to be so much stronger than the other lenders that are trying to cut and just cut and cut and cut. You, you can only cut so much. You cannot cut your way out of this, but you can grow your way out of this. So really, it's about growing Vic Finn. Uh, we got, uh, you know, we're excited to announce a, a new DBA that's coming on uh, here in, in about, uh, I think the end of June is we're going to be able to announce it. We just announced another one coming on. We got a lot of other great uh, producers that we're going to be bringing on over the next uh, 30 and 60 days that we're excited at Vic Finn. And, and the cool thing is these are all people from Shane and I network that sees what we're doing at Vic Finn, sees that we're different. 
And that's one thing that was like bottom line for me joining Vic Van is like, look, if I'm going to come, I'm going to do my thing. And I, I can't, I cannot have any barriers to me doing what I do because I guarantee you it's going to work and it's going to attract the right people. And it has, and, and not, not that it's just on me, Shane, same thing. Sonny and the rest of the leadership team and the, and the rest of the uh, the team members at Vicfin is, is that way as well. So uh, another thing is really taking on the industry's bullshit when it comes to mortgage vendors, right? I'm sick of it. I know loan officers are sick of it. No one, you know, the vendors by and large, a majority of them. And look, I got a lot of friends that that are CEOs, leaders of these. Um, and and uh, I did make a post on LinkedIn a couple weeks ago that went off, that went viral. Uh, I had other lenders saying they were getting text messages about my post uh, because I was calling them out because it's a bunch of bullshit, right? They're just nickel and diming lenders and loan officers to death. Um, and it's the wrong market to do that. But not only that, but the tech that they're giving them is crap and it's not, and it's buggy and it doesn't work. And you could go out of market any other industry at a fraction of the cost to get better service and better technology. But, you know, for some reason, we've just been told that we have to use mortgage specific this, mortgage specific that. And it's just because we've been lazy and, and, and look for the least uh, path of resistance to put together marketing campaigns, to put the, to, to, uh, together CRMs and sales systems and processes. And you just don't. You could use Pipedrive. That's not mortgage specific. You could use Trello. You could use Monday. You could, and I know professionals that do this and they do it at a high level. They don't even touch a mortgage specific, other than an LOS. You know, and, say, and same with a lot of the bullshit LOSs that are out there. I'm just sick of it. You know, and, and it, it's 2022. And it's time. So I'm taking that as a personal mantle of mine to go after these companies and call them out um, to my detriment in some cases. No, but, sure. and, and it, it, but but also at the same time to, you know, I, I also got to be, you know, I do represent Vic Finn. So I got to be careful with the things that I said. I don't want to alienate any of our partners. I want to help them be better. But here's the thing is that, look, if, as long if, if your technology sucks, OK. But if your technology sucks and you, don't, and you don't and you want to pretend like it's not. But or if you want to come to me and say, how do we make this better? Then great. I'm here as a partner to help anyone that really wants to help the loan officers. And by default, if we help loan officers, we help consumers. We help costs come down. We help the systems and, and, and the transactions go smoother and more seamless for the consumer. Everybody wins when we do that. But the vendors that are charging these outrageous costs for bullshit is just it, it needs to die. and It needs to die quick. And so I'm, I'm partnering with all the you know, a couple of fintech I've taken on as clients to help them grow because I believe in the company. I believe in the tech. I believe in the leadership uh, and I'm continuing to do that. And if you happen to not be one of those, then I'm coming for you. This is cool. All right. I'm going to reel this back a little bit because there are a couple of things <laughs> I really want to uh, touch on. Um, we're certainly enamored with next level and what's going on there. There's a lot of synonymity and symbiosis. Um, in fact, uh, based on your recommendations, I think Jen has even booked one of these next level guys for another episode of how I met your mortgage sometime down the road. Um, I really want to emphasize you cannot cut your way out of this, but you can grow your way out of this. If, if you guys didn't hear Jason say that, uh, rewind. Listen to it again. You cannot cut your way out of this. You got to grow your way out of this, which I think is really true. But I mean, look at the fucking retail side. I mean, I don't pay all that much attention and I can probably attest to what? 25,000 cuts in personnel thus far with Easily. what's gone on in retail lending. Um, yeah, and, and that's and that's me not paying attention. That number could be four times that. It could be ten times that, for all I know. Yep. Um, I, th I think that that's really, really big deal. And ooh, the bullshit. Um, and this has been going on for years now, and we talk about it a lot in our office. This is a relatively difficult 
relatively invested, personally invested line of work. You want to originate loans, you had better be prepared to work hard, to have personal connections with people, your clients, the agents, the title people, their financial planners, their insurance agents, on and on. And because of that, there's a lot of organic drama. It, it's, mm -hmm. it's not a low stress environment. Let's put it that way. This is not being a greeter at Walmart. Punch in, punch out, put on a vest, say hi, how you doing to every Tom, Dick and Harry that walks in the door. This is not that job. So when we see other industries, third party vendors, wholesale lenders, on and on, creating drama that isn't necessary creating expense that isn't necessary. These kinds of things just, well, it, it, it's a prickly burr in my tailpipe to uh, put it as colorfully as I can. We don't need your bullshit. We get enough organically. The industry has enough organic bullshit. For those of you that fall into those categories, just stop. Stop doing yep. it. You're, you're yep. not helping us. You're not helping yourselves. And eventually people like Jason are going to be the predominant people in the mortgage business and they recognize your bullshit. So just knock it off. Whew. All right. Soapbox moment <laughs> over there. You, you can't cut your way out of this. You got to grow your way out of it. I love that. Absolutely. We're, we're going to regurgitate that in our content for uh, weeks to come. I promise you. Um, sure. But I do think it brings up a good subject, and I know we're not going to be able to really get into the nuts and bolts of it, but this is going to be a pretty unique time in the mortgage industry, right? Yeah. And we saw some real shit go down in 07, 08. Um, yeah. Lucky for me, that was uh, on the heels of me becoming a broker owner in 05, so I had a couple of few years of new business pangs, only to be followed by that recession and those pangs. Um, so that was you know, something I've pretty much blacked out of my memory, thank God, at this point. But I think things are going to be really interesting. I think we're going to see a resurgence, a revitalization of uh, people like Andrew who are committed, want to work, want to help, of technology that isn't full of bullshit and unnecessary expense, of a, you know, shaving down, a paring down of the uh, people in this industry at every level that are in it for the money and not for the people. Yep. What do you, what do you think is this is going to look like in different rooms? I don't think it's going to take long to get here, and I don't think it's going to be a long run. I figure the next six or nine months are going to provide that breathing room. And unfortunately, I don't think we're going to uh, see that was not a nuclear explosion in my office. For those of you <laughs> watching, I don't know what's going on with the lighting. Sorry about that. Um, but I don't think it's going to be like this for long. And I don't think we're going to have that big of a period before we see those Tom's Dicks and Harry's jump back in because they think the mortgage business is easy because they think it's a great way to make money. You know, the assholes that treat it like a job instead of a career. Yeah. That don't give it the respect it deserves, that don't uh, take into account that, my God, we're dealing with the biggest transaction of people's lives that deserves some kind of respect. But I think the next six to 12 months is going to be really good for the business. It, I agree. You got some ideas, some thoughts, some, oh, to some totally. imaginings of where we're going? 
Yeah, no, and I love this topic. In fact, you know, the, the loan originators that I align with, everyone likes what's happening right now because uh, it gets the dabblers out. It gets everyone that joined the last two years during the refi boom where you could just, you know, kick a can and hit, you know, 15 refis or, you know, opportunities. Everyone's buying, everyone was selling, right? Like, you know, it wasn't hard to do, you know, or to find business. I would say it wasn't hard to do the business. It wasn't hard to find the business the last two years. Now it is. And even when things change, and I agree with you that I don't think it's going to be a long run of this, but even then, it's still going to be very competitive. And what I love about that is that means this is going to be the time for the experts. I've been talking about this this decade is going to be won by the experts, the pros, right? It's going to be run by those that chase legacy and not chase money. And uh, Oh, I remember look, seeing it, you posting that in the last week or two. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and guess what? If you chase legacy, you'll get the money. And that's another thing people don't understand is like, all I see is the post. And I'm sure, I don't know if you're in the new loan officer group, but you, you'll see some comedy in there from time to time. Like, yes. how do I get this? And how, how do I find all this stuff? I mean, like, what, what do you mean? How do you find like the perfect world to where you don't have to do anything? Things just come to you. Like, I mean, Let's just be realistic. And look, I don't, I don't mind the new loan officers that are truly at, and I feel bad for the ones that are truly just trying to learn and they don't get any training, any education on how to do this business the right way. And, and everyone's, you know, talks a good game, but until they get in there, those, the people that are actually actively trying to be better, I, you know, I, we're there to help. Right. But for those that are just trying to like, how do I do this? How do I make this deal work so I could get paid? And how do I do this? Or how do I pay? How do oh, I, how do I get paid? How do I get paid? Yeah, how do I get paid? And don't get me wrong about some of these people that are now bringing this back of like, hey, uh, agents, come, you know, come get your loan officer license so that you can get paid on the deals. And I, I think that's a bad idea because I think that devalues what an agent does. And I think it devalues what a loan officer does by doing that. Just And it's just a, a way to a, a legal way to get around RESPA, uh, you know, to get paid, paid on deals. And so I, I think. Uh, and this is look, we, we've talked about this in the past, like, it, you know, when in times like this, everyone kind of, you know, falls back. Until like being, you know, you know, you know, a hunter gatherer, right? Like everyone just falls back into bad habits and scrounging and clawing and everything else. But those that really see this as opportunities, because the booms are made in the bus, when they see this as an opportunity to really grow their business, to become an expert, to, to go into their personal, you know, don't take their foot off the gas, to spend money on it, spend it wisely, and hopefully that these last two years you've you've socked some away so that you can use this time for investment when everyone else is is pulling back. There's deals out there. I mean, even with the, I, I know that, you know, the forecast originally were going to be a certain amount, but we're still talking like 1.1, $1.2 trillion worth of business in this year. That's still a lot of damn production to be done. The it question is. is who's going to go get it, right? Who's going to do it? And so that's what I like about this is that this really gives opportunity for the professionals, the, the loan officers that raise their hand and come to me saying, Hey, Frazier, help me be better. Help me, help me achieve, help me do things that other people aren't doing. I'm willing to learn now great, right? Let's help. I don't care what happened in the last five years. I don't care what your production was. I don't care what you did in the past. I just care that you're raising your hand now and that you're actually willing to work for it and try new things. Those are my loan officers. Those are the people. And I will invest 100% of my time in helping them beat these other dabblers and these other money chasers that aren't professional, that give loan officers a bad name, that give our industry a bad name. And so that's what I like about this time is it's going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to hurt some companies, but good, get them out of there, get, get those people out of there. Right. And, and, and bring in the right people. Let's grow the right way. Let's finally stop the rinse and repeat cycle that our industry has been doing since forever, since forever. I've been in it. And I grew up in this industry. Let's stop and let's build a solid professional industry based on expertise. Can we do that? Not on sales, but expertise. Can we do that finally now? 
I think these are the right market conditions to do that for the right ones. Certainly. Yeah. And the analogy I use all the time is that, yeah, smaller pie, but bigger pieces. Yeah. Right. And that, that we're yeah. just going to see an enormous exodus, which is fine. <coughs> go, go away. Um, but yeah, I think that the big difference will be, well, like it was 15 years ago, the people that were in it, that stayed in it, that had been in it, that had seen it, so on and so forth, are the ones to carry that expertise forward, to carry that knowledge forward. And all those of you that are going to stay in, all I ask, and I think this is kind of what Jason is saying as well, is just try put in the effort to make sure that you suck less tomorrow than you did today. Yeah. That's it. You are your only competition. I told somebody that at the IMN conference at the non QM conference, um, this past, uh, week, uh, it was actually a really unique situation. This cat was a loan originator and an account executive, which it was, yeah, it was to me too. So I wanted to ask him about it. Yeah. I wanted to ask him about it. He got really yeah. defensive about it. Um, and you know, I'm trying to explain, I don't see you as my competition. I only see me as my competition. I just have to suck less tomorrow than I did today. As long as I'm getting a little better every day, every day, every day, then so be it. I fear that he got very defensive because, you know, he's not really good at either picked up yep. one. I don't know which one he was first picked up the other because, you know, the last few months have been difficult for him. Um, and yeah, but he did not want to talk uh openly and honestly <laughs> about what was going on he i think yeah. he may have even threatened to fight me or something i can't oh, remember but it he got was, very he, aggressive he got very aggressive okay. yeah. yeah so i i did let that go and i promise i did not say that my suspicion is that you're getting defensive because you suck at both mm -hmm. um but yeah that was basically my message then as it has been forever just be better tomorrow than you are today that's it compete with yourself um, and yeah, I think that we'll see a significant attrition over the next six to 12 months. And yeah, well, I think that you're right. And I think that um, to your liking and to your benefit, we will reach a new level. I don't know what level, but we will reach a new level of professionalism, of experience, of expertise, uh, rather than people that treat it like a job and jump in and out or jump in and get out. And oh, this will be an easy way to make a quick buck because that's not what this career path is about people. If you're, no. if you're getting into loan origination, if you're getting into a market, into a job, into a career where you want to help people and you're going to get paid for it, you're probably going to get paid fairly well for it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of my successes uh, with people, with dollars, with uh, finance, with investment on and on to my 20 some, I'm not going to go into it any further than that. 20 some year experience doing this shit. Um, but yeah, it deserves a certain level of respect and you got to treat it with such. All right, Jen, did Jason and I uh, rant enough? Did we soapbox enough for your liking on where we're going here? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Is, there, is there anything you want to add as someone who is not a loan <laughs> originator but knows a fuck ton of them? <laughs> I just, I, I see a lot of people getting desperate and my concerns are what people are going to do out of this desperation and just remembering what i mean what we say all the time this is the biggest transaction of someone's life this isn't just a paycheck for you um so remembering that these are relationships and these are really important times in people's lives uh and not getting so focused on the dollars because like jason said the money's gonna follow if you're doing it if you're in this for the right reason if you're doing the right things if you're being an honest human being 
the money is going to come. You just have to have faith that it's going to. Yeah. In fact, yep. if you single purpose focus on taking good care of people, you'll get paid and they'll refer more people and you'll get paid. So yeah, there are two interesting quips on this subject and hopefully I can remember them both. But one uh, was laid on me by a compliance officer years ago before we even had NMLS or any of this stuff, just uh, more like a uh, finance corporate security type of environment was that most people are only one major life event away from behaving in a financially shitty manner, stealing, committing fraud, whatever the case may be. So remember that. The other piece of this, boys and girls, is remember, there's no one deal that can make your career, but it only takes one to break it. Yep. So, yeah, please uh, take that into account. And, uh, Jen, uh, what else are we up to? What is just what is just the tips up to these days now that we're done with IMN <laughs> for the year? For the year. Yeah, I was going to say, now we just have to get Jason out here for one of our conferences for either social media day or for mile high mastermind just saying i'll bet we could do that i'll bet we could make that happen might have to have him kidnapped right (laughs) um so speaking of which social media day denver is just a couple weeks away it is thursday june 30th at metro state university i always like to give a big thank you to them every time we can um they really make the event possible or a lot easier to make it possible um we have a great partnership with them so social media day denver june 30th tickets are on sale now it's 147 dollars for the day uh we have speakers on everything from linkedin to facebook ads um adam's gonna talk about video i'm gonna talk about the scheduling the built-in scheduling software in the metaverse um so there's a lot of great content uh, so definitely grab your tickets for that. Uh, if you want to find out absolutely anything about just the tips, text tips to 63566. You can get a copy of Adam's book. Oh, the blur. There we go. Oh, uh, now there's nope. the stream yard blur, Jason. Right? That works the there, it blur. there it is. It only works on this book. <laughs> We're saying that the stream yard blur doesn't really blur, but um, it's taking out half my head now. <laughs> but anyways, if you want to find out more about us, text tips to 63566. Um, you can book a free hour of coaching. Get a copy of Adam's book, but I'm not going to try to hold up again. Uh, it's the past episodes of the show. We are in our, we are halfway through the fifth season and we are booking into September of 2023. So if you're interested in being a guest on the show, there we go. There's the book that you can actually Without see. the blur. Right. Um, yeah. And we'll be back next week. Chris Griffith is back for his third time on the show next week, nice. which is always a good time. Always a good time. Chris is quite a character. Well, Jason, thanks, man. I know that it is hard hard to carve out this kind of time to do this with us, let alone three times now. And while you're on vacation in your Disney treasure pirate room. um, So thanks, man. We really appreciate it. We we appreciate you, what you do for the industry and certainly how great our uh, relationship has been over the years. Absolutely. My pleasure. Cool. All right. Well, we'll get you booked for another episode sometime this decade. And uh, that's it. (laughs) Jen, run our extra for those of you uh, watching live, listening live or in syndication. Thank you for tuning in. You can catch us Monday mornings at 1030 Mountain Time. And we'll be back next week with another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage.